Today we begin a new cycle of Perik Alvois and we start again Perik Aleph and we'll try Hashem, to tie it into the void of Yimei Ben Amtsarim that we are now standing in. The first Mishnah in Perik Aleph tells us that the Amchek Nesak said three things. And the Mesunim Badin, which we tied to mean, if you are a Dayan, don't rush the conclusions, take it slow. The Hemidu Talmidim Harbe set up a lot of Talmidim, but Asu Siyag Latoiro and make Gedorim and Siyagim when it comes to the Torah Agdosha. And it's hard to understand. Why the Amchek Knesset Doyle felt it necessary that this should be their message? These three things: Mesunim Badin, Hamidu Tavidim Harbe, Vasu Siyagla Torah. And it's obvious that it must tie in to the period when they lived. Or they felt this is their message. This is critically important to share with Klal Yisrael. They should live with these three values: Mesunim Badin, Hamidu Tavidim Harbe, Vasu Siyagla Torah. We'll give a few agdamas before we get back to the understanding of this Mishnah, what Al-Shadeh tried to tell us. I want to share with the Olim a beautiful pshat of the Gemara. The Gemara tells us in the Sugi of the Kharban in Gitin Dafnun Ches. Once the Heiliger Rebbe Yeshua ben Hanania went to Rome and they told him, Tinek Echod is a kid. Not currently in jail, he's imprisoned. This kid is Yefeanaim, has beautiful eyes. But Toiv Roy is very handsome. The Taltalin, beautiful side locks, beautiful pears. went and he stood at the door of the jail and he couldn't get to see this child, but he sent a message from standing at the door and he said, this was the Tkufer of the Kharm Beis Amigdash. And he asked, who caused that Kladish should be looted? Kladish should be tormented? What's it all about? The Tinek responded, This is the Ebishter that we sinned in front of him. We didn't follow the Torah. Omar, Rabbi Shua ben Hanani, was blown away by this kid's response. And he says, Muftuchani, I'm convinced and I'm confident, She Moira Hirab Israel. But this child is going to become a Moira Hirab. I swear, She any Zosmikan, I'm not going to move away from here until I redeem him for all the money in the world that they ask for. And the Mora continues and he says, That's exactly what he did. He redeemed this kid from captivity. And this child became a Moira Harab by Yisrael, and that is Rabbi Yishmael ben Alisha. This Gemara is very hard to understand. Why was Rabbi Shua ben Hanania so impressed and blown away by the response of this child of the potential Rabbi Shmuel ben Hanania, Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha? All he did was he finished off the Pasuk that he began. The Pasuk reads, the Navi Yeshaya says, Who did this? 
And the potter continues. Hello, Hashem, Zuchatanuloi. The Avi Bedrachmaloich. So, why is there, did he see that this kid is going to be a Moya Rabbi Yisrael? I'm going to redeem him for all the money in the world. What did he see in this child's response? They heard from Rabbi Halberstam from B'nai Barak, a beautiful pshat. You've marked him a story. Once the Helig original met up with the Aptarov on Rishchodesh Tamus. And the Aptarov and the, and the Rishna Rebbe were, were fearing Tish together. And the Aptarov said to the Rishna, I want that you should put on the table 112 bottles of wine, and I will put 70 bottles of wine. And they were alluding to bringing Chesed into this world. There's a Shema Chesed Kufyud base which is the Rosh Hashanah of Yanenu Bayoim Karenu, and it's a certain Shem that brings Rachman Bechasadim, Yaboik, and he said, I'll give 72, which is Shem Havaya, the Shem Achesed, to which the Rishda responded, no, you'll give six bottles, I'll give seven bottles. And Hasidim couldn't understand what did he want with the six and the seven. They drank Lachayim, and then the Rishna said, we are entering now the month of Tammuz. It's hard to understand why we call a month the word Tammuz. Tammuz is a Shema Vodah as we spoke a few weeks ago. Mabakanes HaTammuz. Why do you name a month with the name of Vodah And the answer is that the Rishna Rebbe has a deeper meaning in the name of Tammuz. There was an Aver that took place in the month of Tammuz that we're still suffering till today, which was the Chet HaEgel. The Chetah Eagle took place on the 16th day of Chodesh Tammuz, between hour number six, hour number seven. Klad Yisrael saw that Bar Sheish, the sixth hour came and Moshe Benu was nowhere to be found, and they did the Chetah Eagle. That took place between the sixth hour and the seventh hour. So our filler is this month, that we should finish with the Avera that took place in the sixth hour and the seventh hour. Tammuz is Tam Vav Zion. We should be finished with the Avera that took place between hour number Vav and hour number Zion. And this foreign bring Amzu Yotzarati, Litilos Yosapiru, the Amzu Yotzarati. There's a void of Zu, which is the Vav and the Zion. That Avera that took place in hour Vav, hour Zion, we have to be mistaken. And some explain this to mean. Vav represents Friday, Yemois HaChoyl. Zion is Shabbos, Zion is Malchus. We have to bring in the Koyach HaZayin into the Vav, into Yemois HaChoyl. That's a simple understanding what this can mean. Whatever it is, Zion and Vav represent this Avera of the Cheta Eagle, which we have to rectify in the Chodesh Tammuz, which be Tam Vav Zion. So he said, this is rumors in this Gemara. Rabbi Shub and Hanani asked the question, what's going on over here? Why are Klal Yisrael being persecuted? Why are Klal Yisrael suffering? What's it all about? He responded, Haloy Hashem, Zu Chatoniloi. There's a Zion and Vav hate. There's a sin that took place in hour number six and hour number seven. And that was the hate that has not yet been niskan. That hate has not yet been rectified. 
who still have to understand. I get it that there's something profound the kid said. He emphasized the zoo. But what's that got to do with Moira Rabi Israel? Perhaps the chat is as follows. I heard this week in the name of the Kedushas lady. The Kedushas lady says something very powerful. We have a chiv b'metzape for Moshiach. V'afal pi sheyisma mea. You know what happens when a Yid is Metzapah from Mashiach? You know what takes place when a Yid doesn't give up hope? With that, he is being mistaken, he is rectifying, he's fixing the Chet Eagle. The Chet Eagle came as a result that we weren't ready to be missed Mamea. Chet Eagle came, we didn't know where Moshe Rabbeinu was right away. We said we're going to make an Avodah Zorah. We don't have time to wait. We don't have patience. He was Mr. Mamea. We're not going to be Machake. When a Yid comes and he says, Things look dark. Things look bleak. That is Machapir on the Chet of the Ayan Gimalama, the Chet Eagle. And Rav Reisman added something very profound. What caused Kladisrol to give up hope? What caused Kladisrol to think Moshe Rabbeinu is not coming back? Was a result of the fact that the Yitzhara showed Moshe Rabbeinu in a bed. It looked like it's over. But throughout our history, we had times that it looked like it's over. When our Zaydas with Auschwitz and the crematoria was working 24-7, thousands and thousands of Yidin were being gassed daily. And those left in the barracks were flesh and bone, nothing to them, emaciated bodies. A person looked up and he saw that smoke. He was also challenged with his challenge. Moshe Rabbeinu's Bemitta, Kladi Shot's over. Feelings of hopelessness, hopelessness took people over. And nevertheless, we are told by our Zaydas about the heroic and the incredible Tzipiela Moshiach of the Afal Pisha Yisma Mea Im Chakeloi. On the way to Auschwitz, they composed this famous song of Animamin. And the composer himself was gassed a few hours later for the song we have with us told today, a song of Yiddish Munah, of Yiddish faith, of Yiddish longing, of Yiddish actions not to give in. That's the tikkun of the chet of the eagle. Being pointed out, this child was in jail. This child was in a dungeon. And what does the Gemara say? How did he look? He was toivroi. He looked beautiful. He didn't lose it. Yefeh nine, beautiful eyes in the deeper sense. A beautiful perspective the kid had. Beautiful pelach. Stunning. Yiddishachain. What does that mean? When he woke up in the morning in that dungeon, what he did was 
He was about to dive into the Ebrishta whatever time he had to dive in. He was Mekayim. He couldn't cross the Lekecha Yisrael. He made sure he looked the parts. He repaired his payers. He washed his face, whatever he could do. Because he understood it's not about today. It's about tomorrow. Today, things look dark. Today, things look difficult. Today's challenging. That's not going to deter Mishmah and Alicia. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to long for salvation. Said Yeshua ben Hanania. This is the understanding of Eloi Zua Hashem Chaton Fixing the hate of the Vava Nezayan. He's going to be a Moira Rabbi Yisrael. A Moira Harar is somebody that sees the bigger picture. A Moira Harar can't just look at the present moment. He'll give a heta. Who knows what people are going to use that heta for? Who knows they're going to abuse this cooler? A Moira Rabbi Yisrael has the balance, has the insight, has the foresight to understand what's going on. That's this nature, that's this madrega of this child. became a Moira with this understanding, with this conviction, with this emuna, with this betochen. Im I read a story the other day. There were two brothers in Auschwitz. One of them I knew personally for many years. One was called Reb Shlomo Arya Kraus, Levracha. One was called Reb Shmuel Kraus, Levracha. They were Talmidim by the Galanterov. The Opene Yeshua was Ish Kaddish Venoira, murdered by the Nazis. These two brothers were together. And one day, in the barrack of Shmuel, somebody was found, one of the inmates, one of the Heilige Eden, was something that the Nazis called a sin. Took a few extra potato peels, whatever it was. And they decided to take out the entire barrack, 50 Bochrim, to massacre them in cold blood. They were standing in line, and the brother was nearby, and he saw his brother fall. And he was convinced that his brother passed away, and he said, if he survives, he'll go ahead and give Eidos. His brother's no longer amongst the living. A few days later, he's walking along in Auschwitz. He meets up with his brother. He says, Brudeke, dear brother, what happened? I thought you were shot. I saw you falling. He says, no. I was standing there when the bullets were whizzing over my head, to my right, to my left. They didn't touch me. But I was wounded a little bit, and I fell to the ground. And I made myself as if I died until the Nazis left. While I was lying there, my great Rebbe, our great Rebbe, Rabbi Shua Galanta came to me in a dream and he said, Shmiel, Shmiel was twisted or ligand twisted the tighter while lying amongst the dead. Get up, you gotta survive, you gotta make it, you gotta re rebuild. And that was what happened to these two brothers. They both survived Auschwitz. They both survived the Holocaust, and they came to England after the Holocaust. But after the war, Shmuel was very disheartened, very broken, and was very disturbed about, obviously, the pain and the torture that he was tormented with 
about the past, about the Holocaust. He lost his rabbi, he lost the yeshiva, he lost his family. And he didn't know how he could pull himself together. He was walking around sad, depressed, brokenhearted. And one day, he was lying in his bed, and again, his great rabbi, Yeshua Megalanta, came to him. And he said, Shmiel, Shmiel, don't forget Avat that we always used to say in Yeshiva. The Psukim read in last week's Avtoira, the Pasuk tells us, Ami Zacharna, remember, Mayoat, Bolak Melech Moyov, what Bolak gave an Eitzah to Bilam to do. And then it says, The story took place in Shittim, to see the righteousness of the Ebishter. You know what this means? At that time, there was a terrible sin that Claudius Rod transgressed. The Avera was so severe, it was enough to wipe off Claudius Rod. But that's not what the Ebishter does. There's a world of Gilgulim. There's chashboinus that span over centuries and millennia. There's chashboinus, I'll give a chashboinus. Why things take place. When you see somebody suffering, a righteous person, a tzaddik, and you have the question, Rosh tzaddik v'raloi. If you understand this gilgulim, you understand this lachmoch chashboinus. A lot has happened in the history, a lot going forward too. It's not about this present moment. Then you can appreciate Tzidko Hashem. Minashitim, where the story took place, the Ada Gilgal, till the concept of Gilgulim, the man does Hashem, that you should understand the righteousness of the Abishta. Understand Gilgulim, he told him, Shmuel, pull yourself together. The Holocaust happens for a reason that's only known to the Abishta. Of it's all part of Tzidko Hashem, it's all the righteousness of the Abishta. And he took the chizuk and he got married again. And a beautiful family, Romani Sfarim. And his brother, Shlem Arya, we knew very well, he was a Baltfila, Yomim Neroim. He melted the hearts of all those doubting in that shul. This is the avoid of Yid. This is the ticket of the Vav and the Zion. It's not about today. It's not about the present moment. Presently, Moshe Rabbeinu Bamita, there's a void of kivu, of hoping, of longing, of anticipating. There's gulim, there's there's a tomorrow, there's a gula, there's a Mashiach. Let's get back to the Mishnah. sending a message. Till the end of time. Three things. I saw in the safe of Mishnah's Nevoinim a beautiful chat. This will fit with what we've been learning. Chazalak Dojim tell us when Yankavinu saw Shimshon Hagibor coming out of Don, he was convinced that Shimshon Hagibor. Is going to be Mashiach. When he saw that the Plishtim are going to kill him, he dammed to the Abishta and the Brach of Dom, Let's understand why is Shimshna Gibber different than anybody else? 
to the extent that Yaakov was convinced he is going to be Mashiach. Shimshon Agibar is Mashiach. What's the Shaykh has to be Shimshon Agibar Mashiach? The answer is, what's the essence of Mashiach? What's the essence of Geula? Taking Imre Pinchas, Bashem Yogedali Melins. Adam Sheyachoy Lalamed Zechus Al Kala Bruin. Who beginneth Mashiach? Somebody that can find Zechus, can find merit in every single year, despite how many Averas this person is doing. That is the beginning of Mashiach. And he writes, a small tzaddik, tzaddik cotton, he likes small Rishon. Tzaddik Godol likes even Rishon Gemurim. Or Mashiach, Mashiach likes Afele Rishon Gemurim Gedolim. Because he will be Malamed Zchus in every person. How does this work? In the Sefer Chuyat he says, when we are Malamed Zchus in somebody else, we don't look at him in the situation that he finds himself currently, he's a machalon Shabbos, he's driving his car, he's not keeping anything. But we look at him in the world of Zechus. With our limits Zechus in him, we are going to awaken within that Yid, because we'll make him feel subconsciously, then consciously, I'm a Hashem person, I'm a Yid, I'm Bnei Avraham Yitzchav Yankov, have to fix my ways. Mashiach will be ma'oras to tshuva by the limits chus of Mashiach. Chazalak doshim tell us about Shimshon Agibor, Shimshon Donis Yisrael, Kaviyam Shibashamayim. Shimshon judged Klad Yisrael like the Eibishta. What does it mean like the Eibishta? By the Eibishta it says, Lehibit Avim Beyankov, Lera Amal Be Yisrael, Hashem Lekavimah Yisrael as Melech Boy. The Eibishta is the ultimate malavit chus. The Abish does Abud, every single Russia is infinite and unimaginable. As brought in Besarim, Sherib Shlomo Kalina. Ich wollte mich gewünschen. I would ask, and I would wish myself, I should like the biggest Tzadik the same extent that the Abish likes the biggest Russia. The Abish does Abud, every single Russia, no matter how low he stooped, is unimaginable. Hashem sees the bigger picture. He sees the future. He sees the past. And he sees his hope for every single yid. means he was that type of nature. And we find that Shimshna Gibber had a toy vayan. On the last few minutes of Shimshna Gibber's life, when he was standing holding on to the two pillars, and he dabbed to the Abish to Zachrainu no Habachas Kenu Achapama Lekim. And I want to take revenge. We knock Monakum Achas Mishte Ene Pishtim. Plishtim. Says Rashi, they poked Shimshna Gibber's eyes out. Shimshna Gibber asked the Abish to give me this chus of one of my eyes that I should be able to bring them down and kill all these Plishtim. And my second eye should be left. What's the zchus that he has in his eyes? Because Shimshna Gibber was a toiv roi. He saw a yid through the perspective of Mashiach, of limit zchus, and he wanted the zchusim of his eyes. That's Shimshna Gibber. That's Mashiach. That's the she'ascha kivisi Hashem. And Sheikh Nesak lived in a generation that Kalari Yisrael 
stooped extremely low. They were marrying shikses, goiters. Tenor Shabbos was rampant. One of the most difficult and lowest situations of our history. And Antiochenesa Gedoila were afraid people would be judgmental. We need Geula, we need salvation, we need to get out of this Golos. We need to be massacring the Vav and the Zion. We have to have a broader look and a broader out view. A different perspective. So what do they say? Have a Mesunim Badin. When you're judging somebody else, be Mosun. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't write off people. Mesunim Badin. And as a result, all those hidden will automatically, naturally feel as a result. But number three says, this is a slippery slope. We can be on Rishon, but we can't be on their Resha, meaning sometimes we say it's all good, it's fine. That can impact the person himself he can start doing Averis. Chas v'shalom. Avera is terrible. Avera is negative. Ritzoyne is barach. Avera angers the Eibishter. Asu seyog. Malamad tzchus, yes. Definitely. But make a seyog. You shouldn't test over these boundaries, these limitations, these restrictions. Asu seyog l'toyra. This is the message of Anshik Nesetag Doyla. Shehich Bring back this type of attitude, this type of tzugang, this type of perspective. Our avoidon yemei bein ha'metzorim in the three weeks, in the last few days of Tammuz of Tamvav Zion is to have a different perspective on life, different perspective on people, a different outlook on the world at large. There's Gilgulim, there's future, there's past. That's true on a global level, and true on an individual level, how we look at every yid, not to badmouth, not to bared. The Abishta wants us to be When we will have this type of approach to life, this type of tzimoyim to Mashiach, this type of hope, then we will zoichet to tamb of Zion, then we will zoichet. The Nishmas Mashiach Shiskale Le Amenu Bin Hera Bi Amenu. Amen. Thank you.